Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Open the door. I just walked in. I want to make it clear. Again. I was sitting in my car <laughs> listening to the uh, rest of the Putin speech from somebody translating it. Anyway, live from a dimly lit room. Room, senor. We are under the tutelage of our general manager. Joseph R. Biden, intrepid war zone traveler. It's about his trip over the weekend right into the heart of Ukraine. Indeed, under the cover of darkness, secretly, planes, trains, and automobiles into Kiev. Yeah, that is something. How y'all doing? Hope you enjoyed your President's Day. If you took it off, if you didn't, it was just a regular day, and today's Tuesday. I think that's the first President's Day we've taken off in 20 ever. Probably so, yeah. Probably ever. Maybe in my whole life. It actually might be the first President's Day I've ever ever, uh, taken off in my entire life. Now that I think about it. I don't know. I don't know how it felt. I don't know if I like the way you feel of it. 
we actually had a, a business person come by the house. We're consulting him on some landscaping issues, and I thought, wow, he's working. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, lots of people do. Lots yeah. of people do, like like I always have. And it's a disrespect to our nation's presidents. Is it? It fails to honor them, and they're getting the gig they lusted for, really, as a politician. Well, Some of so, them were great leaders who have shaped this wonderful country. Some of them were political hacks. So our current president is in the midst of, uh, uh, he's going to give a big giant speech there in Poland. And uh, the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, I don't know why we called him the president. My son always says that every time we're watching the news. Why do they call him the president when they're just dictators? Which is a good question. I don't know why we go along with other people's names for themselves. Makes you sound uh, like elected and official as opposed to right. you're just a thug. I don't know right. why we do that. Anyway, the leader of Russia gave a speech, and uh, like I said, I was just go, uh, listening to the full transcript of it. Didn't get through the whole thing, but man, it is something. That is just, he's just, he's, ah, he sounds like Hitler. He sounds wow. like Hitler in the 30s. An early H-bomb in the show today. Um, uh, yeah, I just got the text of it and scanned it very quickly. I was going to dive into it during a break. But, yeah, but uh, he, he was he was full on, because this, this week is the anniversary of the beginning of the war, and he was full on with the, we didn't want this war. The last thing Russia wanted was a war with Ukraine. But we had no choice. You in the West continued to attack us and continue to support a country full of Nazis. No. And with our backs against the wall, as, have, as has happened so many times in our nation's history, we have risen up and defended ourselves against the evils of Nazism. It's just, it's just, what in the world are you talking about? Yeah. Yep. Well, that national narrative is being bought by the bulk of Russian citizenry. Yeah. Yeah, I took in a story over the weekend showing the museum displays they've got in Moscow where they take school kids to see the the uniforms of Russian soldiers who have fallen in the battle against the Nazis. And then they show some of the Nazi uniforms of the Ukrainians they're fighting. in. Thank thank God we're all pulling together just like we did in World War II to battle Nazis. It's it's something. Those poor people. I actually thought Biden should have mentioned that in his speech the other day. Um, I wonder if that would be of any help to, to to. to say, and to you Russian soldiers who don't want any part of this war, you know, I don't know what you'd say, but just acknowledge that, and maybe that message gets through. Hey, we all know a lot of you are being duped, because a lot of them yeah. do know. A lot of them don't. Maybe that wouldn't have fit in with the rest of the story from uh, Kamala Harris, who was there before Joe Biden got there, where she uh, gave that big speech about how these are war crimes and they'll be held accountable and laundry listed some of the freaking unconscionable things that have happened over the last year in uh, Ukraine. Just just awful. Yeah, in, indiscriminate death from the skies to make the Ukrainians capitulate. Uh, I, it is worth throwing in that I, it's 100% certainty that uh, the Ukrainian army, with our help with intelligence and communications and the rest of it, is delivering that message to Russian troops every single day. Hey, we know y'all were duped and conscripted and you have no interest in being here. Uh, come over, wave the white flag, we'll uh, we'll get you a hot meal and a little safety. Sure, but the big megaphone, you know, the tear down that wall sort of thing that seems to have mm-hmm. an, and it makes an impression when you say it out loud. I don't know. Um, the uh, Peter Ducey was reporting on Fox just moments ago that the uh, our president met with the president of Poland, who's an actual president, and uh, the Polish president is really wanting Ameri- more American troops there in Poland. Like, expand our military base and send a whole bunch of American troops, which, of course, will be controversial with at least a certain segment 
of our uh, population if we start sending more American troops to Poland, even though we mm-hmm. have troops there anyway. But um, uh, yeah, that's what he wants with the idea being that if Russia prevails in Ukraine, which they could still, that he'll want to go further. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's also complicated. I got to admit, it's uh, exhausting, and I'm a safe American, uh, you know, in the safety of the studio and my home, so I don't get to be exhausted by it all. But just the, the various factions in American politics are so weird right now, and it, it feels like it's a waste of time to try to communicate sometimes. Uh, it uh, feels like everybody's kind of divided up into their camps and isn't listening anymore to a large extent. <laughs> yeah, you think? I'm um, hoping our audience is an exception to that, at least to you know a significant extent. But uh, it's just it's frustrating. the The marketplace of ideas isn't as fun as it used to be. It's like when the gangs started going to the mall across from the radio uh, ranch. There, that marketplace of Crap was less fun to go to. Now the marketplace of ideas is not as enjoyable. Oh, by the way, Putin did mention in his speech that he's ending the last remaining treaty we have with Russia. Ah, the new start, start to whatever it is, the nuclear arms treaty. Yeah. yeah, which is, I don't know, is that a big deal or not? He was already violating it in a number of ways, so I don't know that it means anything, but it was the only treaty you had with him. We now have zero treaties with Russia, which, you know, again, I'm not sure that means anything or not. It's a rattled saber. Do you take it seriously? Certainly. Uh, certainly. And uh, we'll play some clips from Sunday night 60 Minutes that focused on Ukraine on this one-year anniversary and just freaking unbelievable. Unbelievable. I had some complaints over the weekend while I was traveling about a variety of, like, normal, safe, affluent American complaints, you know, <laughs> about travel, and just felt like a real putz for complaining about anything, even in my mind. Uh uh, watching that story from Ukraine. Just freaking unbelievable. Speaking of travel, a couple of interesting things. First of all, that trip Biden took, and we'll describe it more in full, but he went from the White House under cover of darkness across the ocean to Poland on a train, 10 hours to Kiev and back again, back to Poland. Now he's making a speech. Um, that trip would have killed me. Killed me. And I'm not a frail 80-year-old. So we'll see how he bounces back from that. Second thing is, uh, and it was funny. I was, was, that talking a, to, was that a he shouldn't have gone or, or what, no. what was that? Is that with anything or no? I just it sounded like a brutally exhausting trip, especially. I don't know if he can sleep well on planes, for instance. Uh, they say he didn't sleep well on the train. He can slip in. He can sleep during an interview. So I think he can sleep on a train. You know, it's a good point. It's a good point. The gentle womb like rocking. <laughs> if of the he train. can sleep sitting up during an interview, what? But if you support supporting Ukraine, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, or whatever. That was courageous and and dramatic and amazing. American president going to an unsecure war zone that our troops not only don't have hold of or have secured, they're not there at all. Uh, so it was a big moment. And, and, you know, it's funny. I was talking to my wife about it briefly, and uh, I could tell by the look in her eyes, she's like, Am I allowed to say that was, like, really brave and cool? And I thought, you know what? That's where we are as a people. Think of this. Think of this. The absurdity and impossibility that the president of the other party never does anything. You think, oh, that's a pretty good idea. Right. I mean, unless we had, like, an openly Maoist 
communist party and i know some days it seems kind of like we do but i mean and then like a far right i don't know libertarian society where we don't even have traffic cops as the two parties then i suppose i could picture that scenario but just as as one people as the american people for goodness sakes can we all calm down a little bit probably not yeah, we will. Uh, we will talk more about that later. There's a number of aspects of that trip that are that are amazing. I can't wait till books are written years from now on on how that decision was made and and everything. I mean, wow. Um, remember, we brought that up at the beginning of the war with Mike Lyons, and he thought that was the stupidest idea he'd ever heard to send a president of the United States into a you know an uncontrolled war zone. And I think it was more controlled then than it is now. Oh, that uh, was the, when he said our famous quote we've used many times of his. That's a 100 on the crazy meter. <laughs> right. When you got, a, yeah. you know, sometimes 100 missiles raining down on uh, the, the on Kiva day. Um, and as has been pointed out by a lot of people, the train ride there is something. The train ride back is the extraordinary part. That's after Russia knows the president of the United States is there. They didn't know he was yeah. there before he got there, but the 10-hour ride, ten hour ride back, they know he's on a train somewhere. Yeah. How did we control that? Did we control... I don't know. That's anyway. your question. My question is, was Angelo the conductor there? Joey, baby! You've ridden on this train five million miles! <laughs> you think he did the whole... I've been riding the Amtrak for 50 years story to people on the train. Get, I'm sure he said that to Zelensky. By the end of the 10-hour ride, everybody's rolling their eyes. Yeah, you told that story earlier in this 10-hour train ride. Guaranteed. <laughs> we better start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, February 21st, the year 2023. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's launch into action now, officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. No. Our will will not disappear. It will only get stronger. I really want to go and give those Russians, that Putin, a really great slap in the face. A great big slap in the face from a woman. Would that it were, darling. Would that it were. I'd kind of rather see his uh, head popped off after a trial, but... Wow, Saddam Hussein style. Exactly. How does Mailbag look? Well, it's a, it's a pretty strong, honestly. Yeah, you're going to like it. You can join in the conversation, too. What do you think of all this? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. We got this funny text about us taking President's Day off for the first time. Missed the President's Day fun facts yesterday. Oh, and yeah. the, oh, and the costumes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm dressed as James K. Polk today. <laughs> Love your ponytail. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have mixed feelings about it. I, I enjoyed too. the day off very much. I feel guilty. Uh, but but all of our presidential fun facts through the years. Frivolity. Mm. Uh, I missed it, in a way, kind of. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Once again, being bipartisan today. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, a couple of quotes from Jimmy Carter, who is near the end of his long life. One-termer, 1970s. Then, when he left the presidency, he went and built houses for the poor, as opposed to giving speeches for a million bucks a pop. Yeah, I don't agree with him on hardly anything politically. Uh, nope, not much. But uh, he'd be a good neighbor. Yeah, yeah, just because I don't agree with somebody doesn't mean I hate him. But again, totally out of touch with the modern world. A couple of quotes uh, uh, that I think you will enjoy. Number one, whatever starts in California, unfortunately, has an inclination to spread. <laughs> Jimmy Carter said that? <laughs> he did. Wow. He did. And then this, aggression unopposed becomes a contagious disease. Yeah. That is the thought. Yeah. You don't want to trigger WW Trey on the other hand. Well, we aggression unopposed becomes a contagious disease. I don't want to take up all your time. I'll do a quick tease. President Biden is going to speak one of the key questions. Does he address does he address the new information that our White House is putting out that China is considering arming the Russians? Giving lethal aid to the Russians. Whoa. Yeah. More on that yeah. later. Mailbag. No? Yes? No? Woohoo! 
Wow, the band was uh, taking a smoke break, apparently. It wasn't ready to go. <laughs> I was trying to grab one of our China clips real quick. That's all right. Don't I worry about it. I think they're all on heroin like a lot of jazz bands. <laughs> <laughs> Is this jazz? <laughs> you can drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Got this note from Jim in Texas. Uh, on the chat GPT stuff. Can you turn that down, Michael? <laughs> it's really loud. Remember the guy from Google who was working on AI, said he was scared, it was almost human, it would destroy the world, so we're like two weeks away from computers taking over and murdering all of us. Just think of all of the things controlled by a computer, the Internet of Things, your thermostat, your garage door, your locks, whatever. The computer could control everything to hurt humanity, but it can't control my gun yet. Are you going to shoot That's a computer? Jim in Texas. Gonna- That's right. That's right. Jim is right. Now is the time you have to come to terms with the fact that you might have to shoot your laptop. <laughs> what do you aim for? The screen? Or No, I guess that's just... No, you fool. <laughs> you the fool. screen is just... <laughs> Go right into the heart of its belly. Center of mass. And your iPad is next. That's right. God, I got to talk about my son. <laughs> I, I started talking about this with my kids, and my youngest got so freaked out he couldn't sleep. Oh, boy. Uh, how about this? Uh, read him this note from uh, Kevin. Fabulous Kevin from Placerville, California. Hey, Big Freedom and Simple Jack. I'm not saying they did this, but if the engineers at Microsoft had intentionally programmed their chatbot to act strangely belligerent and moody in an attempt to garner outsized media attention for their new product, well, then those engineers have succeeded mightily and they deserve a raise. Mm-hmm. Just think of all the free media coverage Bing has earned in the past week and how many millions will likely try the service who would have actually otherwise stuck with Google. That is a pretty good point. Whether intentional or not, it's a major coup for the company in the newest tech war. It also, frankly, seems a little too much like a cheap parlor trick, the ghost in the machine meme, just a little too close to on the nose. Uh, but who knows? Maybe Sydney is really out of control and about to take over the world. Anyway, <laughs> Owen, Owen, too. <laughs> yeah, there might be 10 times as many people know Bing exists than before that story. Oh, man, we've got a couple of more great emails, but no time to stuff them in now. If China jabbered too long. If China starts arming Russia, that's a freaking problem. And that's what we're saying might happen. Well, what argument do we make against it? So You can't be arming a different power. Well, wait a minute. Um, if you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. 
It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. So let's run through some things real quick. We'll talk more about later. Uh, We're going to talk more about Biden's trip to Kiev, which is just amazing. I mean, I'd like to hear about the conversations around that, the decision making, the arguments for, the arguments against. Because that would have been a heck of a thing if a missile fell on his head, which is certainly, you know, a possibility. But anyway. Um, uh, Putin giving a speech. Biden's going to give a big speech. Putin tore up our last remaining treaty, said all kinds of crazy stuff about how committed they are to, I guess, continuing their genocide, although he doesn't call it that. We're going to talk just as much about fighting back and how we're going to stick with it. And the big story being that, uh, for whatever reason, the Secretary of State Blinken went on all the talk shows Sunday to let us know we believe China is about to start arming the Russians, which would be a really big deal. So more on that later. I really don't know much about Chinese weapon systems versus what Russia already has. I know they're probably running low on stuff, but okay, more on that later indeed. I think it's all about the gesture. I don't even think it's about the weapons. It's about the gesture. That is really, that, that's like sending the balloon over. That's like, oh yeah, send a balloon. Here's what we're going to, we're going to arm the, the worst country in the world who's, who's raping four-year-old girls. We're going to arm them against you. That's, what, that's mm. how scared we are of you. That's how much we care about your opinion. I think that's, yeah, it, well, that's the thing. Fair enough. May you live in interesting times. Hey, I just wanted to throw this in on a domestic note real quickly. The whole progressive defund the police thing that's that's dead there's nobody but the most radical radicals who believes that and in various cities austin was the latest one they were talking about that really rolled back the police and told them you mind your business you're the problem it's not criminals it's cops in progressive progressive austin is now just having terrible problems with crime compared to their past you know we could cite many many examples and we talked about this uh, last week but uh, i've looked into it a little more the whole zero bail policy where theoretically a judge can take a look at you know are they dangerous or not if they promise they'll come back to court well we're not going to charge them bail otherwise we're discriminating 
against poor people. A rich offender can make bail, but a poor guy can't, and that seems discriminatory. Well, what effects would that have? We've been warned that it would be terrible, and sure enough, it is. The statistics are astounding. There is something about letting somebody go without bail, without putting their name and fortune on the line, their family's name and fortune, or a bail bondsman or whatever, that they just don't give a crap. They, they the offenders, view it as some sort of get-out-of-jail-free uh, card. Right. I was, I was thinking about it as a parent because it seems to be, my experience seems to be as a parent, that if you let anything go, like a tiny thing go, then you're confronted with a bigger thing. Absolutely. And it, it, and it just must be that. It goes to the, and, and I, I can hear some people thinking, well, no, 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 kids and parents, it's different than don't oversimplify. No, it is that simple. It's the bedrock nature of human beings that doesn't change you can't send a message to somebody who's already proved willing to victimize another human or humans that there will be only the vaguest possible future uh, cost to pay for this maybe in months you'll be in a courtroom maybe although frankly we'll probably let you plead out and and walk if you are uh, the sort who leans toward uh, a predatory character, you're going to take that information and you're going to know precisely what to do with it. You, criminals are often, like, often very practical people. Very practical. They don't have the emotional, gee, wouldn't it be swell if that so many, like, quote unquote, nice people have. They're realists. They're brutal realists. And the message delivered by a lot of these policies is that there will be no repercussion. And I thought a couple of quotes were pretty interesting. Um, uh, da, da, da. You have uh, a couple of people whose bent is to the left saying, uh, hey, this is really interesting. Um, uh, you know, it's this is troubling. But then I'm, I'm going to switch stories now to L.A. County's got some problems with the sheriff's department and so-called uh, deputy gangs problems at the jails and the new sheriff luna is saying hey we're going to get really serious about looking into this we're going to make sure everybody's constitutional rights are protected i don't know a lot about the new guy uh, i might disagree with him on some stuff i hereby announce i'm not announcing my kinship with him but uh some of the liberal folks are looking at it and saying uh hey this is good this is good stuff well, you know obviously we want to see it come out but we appreciate the effort the aclu made a statement saying, let me find that, uh, here it is. Melissa Camacho, senior staff attorney, uh, said, the only thing that's going to enable the sheriff's department and the county to come into compliance with consent decrees is by reducing the jail population by thousands. I would welcome that. The ACLU has completely change what it is and what it was they are now on the forefront of the radical empty the jails defund the police it's worth knowing interesting and not defending free speech right right yeah thank you for pointing that out they used to be an admirable if somewhat over-the-top organization that defended this free speech from nazis in skokie illinois to lefty professors and marxists or whatever um but now they have no interest in free speech whatsoever they have an interest in marxist politics so troubling yeah well so a lot of those people that didn't have to post bail and are out are reoffending and they're stealing from you and uh, simply safe would certainly help you out there 
Simply Safe is just the best security system you can get, but it's far from the most expensive security system you can get. At under a dollar a day, with twenty four seven professional monitoring, cutting edge technology, um, and we're talking about not only break ins and that sort of stuff, but fire and flood and all kinds of other emergencies. And Simply Safe Home Security and Emergency, their professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology to capture critical evidence, verify the threat is real, so you get priority police dispatch. It's not just a beeper going off somewhere in town. Their dispatchers will tell the cops there somebody's broken through the back door and is in the house right now. Lock and unlock your doors, access your cameras, arm and disarm your system from any anywhere. It's simple to set up, it's simple to use, and again, under a dollar a day. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera, plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. No long-term contracts either. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I traveled over the weekend with my boys, went to see Grandma and Grandpa in Kansas. My dad and son and my brothers went to a uh, basketball game, which if you're... Californian doesn't seem like a big deal, a college basketball game, because college sports aren't that big a deal in California. But in the rest of the country, it's a giant deal. And my son got to go to the loudest arena in the world, they claim, in the Guinness Book of Records. Mm. Fog Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas, where the Kansas Jayhawks play, where they had the record of 131 decibels one game. So they have a That's meet- loud enough. That's loud Please. enough, God, I would say. They have a, a thing, a bar up on the screen, and they try to break the record every game, see how loud they can get. They only got to a... A mere 125 decibels, I guess, while my son was there the other day. Please. (laughs) Fat, lazy, slacker, Generation Z. What I'm surprised about, one, I think it's kind of interesting that the loudest indoor arena is in Lawrence, Kansas, and the loudest outdoor arena, Arrowhead Stadium, is in Kansas City, like 30 miles away. What is it about that area of the country where people are so loud? Oh, it's (laughs) that good, clean prairie air. You can (laughs) take it deep in your lungs. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe that's why I'm so loud. Maybe we're all hard of hearing. I don't know what it is. But um, (laughs) I'm surprised there hasn't been a class action lawsuit where like a thousand people who have lost their hearing have gotten together and sued a basketball arena. And we all end up living in a world where it has to be like a library for all the games because they're afraid they get sued. And uh, wow. I'm not sure how you'd police that. Like a compliance collar, like a bark collar on everybody's neck. You'd have it. (laughs) Everybody has to put on a collar when they walk in the door, and we'll shock you if you get too loud. No, they have a decibel meter up on the screen, and if it gets over a certain decibels, they stop the game until it quiets down. And oh, then they start Lord, the game this is, this is a dystopian sports nightmare. This is what I think is going to happen. No. At some point, sure. Somebody will have hearing loss. It'll cost them gazillions of dollars because they're deaf and blah, blah, blah. You know that's where it Same as uh, losing the, the, the swings at the park. This is what's going to happen. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, my gosh. Did we get a great email? We actually got a couple of great emails on that that topic of uh, no running at the park garbage. And German insurance companies are now insisting playgrounds have risk because they've figured out we've got generations of kids growing up that never take any risks. They don't learn how to climb. They don't have physical coordination because they're being kept like little veal calves. And now we're paying their claims all the time. So the German insurance industry is saying you got to let kids take chances. How about that? Anyway, uh, got a couple of notes on that topic. JT in Livermore writes, 
definitely think you're onto something with your whole thing about risk assessment and how we're overprotecting our kids from physical harm. But I think the bigger picture is that we're doing even more harm by overprotecting our kids from mental and emotional situations, Mm. aren't letting them develop coping skills in a timely manner. The human body, including the mind, is genetically coded to learn certain things at certain developmental stages. And if we bypass the lessons of those stages, there may not be a legitimate opportunity to learn those skills later. Or I would throw in that the brain isn't in that stage anymore. It's moved on. At the very least, it'd be much more difficult as you get older. Things like, and this is the year he brings it home, things like anger, envy, hatred, Compassion, vulnerability, how to deal with bullying, adoration, rejection, delayed gratification. Emotions can be incredibly powerful in eliciting biological responses. Unregulated emotional responses can be even more powerful. Is it any wonder that today's youth equate words with violence? Mm. If you've never been challenged intellectually or emotionally, then somebody's forceful words or arguments can make you feel the same way as if they've literally punched you. Wow, that's an interesting idea. Again, a nation of veal calves. Don't know if I have much uh, experience with dealing with adoration, um, anger, and some of those other ones. Yes, not not so much the that one. But I'll um, settle for tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember a friend of mine saying years ago. Uh, he just said it kind of as an aside. We were talking about kids and stuff like that. He said the main thing I want to teach my kids is resilience. And I thought, man, that might be the best thing they could leave your house with more than anything else would be resilience. So I think about that a lot. So one of my favorite quotes from Ralph Waldo Emerson, I keep it pinned in the studio, let me never fall into the vulgar mistake of dreaming that I am persecuted whenever I am contradicted. Mm. And then this from uh, Beverly, who sends us a lovely note, Jack. Um, It's a picture of the grammar school where her kids went in the 1970s. It's a picture of all the kids out on the playground Riding the unicycles that the school provided for the kids to learn to ride. The school provided unicycles. She went to a clown college. Uh, and this is a, a Northern California school district that it recently was in the news for various woke education, veal cavy. Uh, the kids, I can't even remember what the, uh, oh, it was the people who had the uh, people of color only meetings and white people were disinvited. All right. So super, super woke. Um But of course the kids can learn to ride a unicycle or a bike or whatever. And of course some are going to fall off. And maybe one's going to break their arm. But that would be ludicrous to say, therefore, kids can't play. How quickly things change. I would have liked school a lot better if there had been unicycle riding. Didn't have that at my school. Pole vaulting. Something. Lion taming. Axe juggling. I went to a place, took the kids to a place in uh, in Kansas where they had like go-karts and bowling and all this different sort of stuff, uh, paintball. But one of the things they had was axe throwing. Yes. And they called the uh, the room where they had the axe throwing the axe hole. <laughs> that's, that's indelicate. <laughs> it's a little, a little earthier than I need out of my arcades. Um, is, World, is World War III about to start? We can touch on that. Um, among other things, stay with us. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Events are moving swiftly. Maybe events that will shape the world for years to come. I don't know. 
China threatening to give arms to Russia. We're saying, oh, no, you better not. So more on that coming up. The president has yet to give his speech in Poland. Uh, They might be working on that speech as we speak, trying to decide, do we mention China and warn them in the speech or not? I don't know. So more on that. Uh, To kick off hour two, if you ever miss an hour, you can grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. I mentioned that my youngest son actually had trouble getting to sleep on uh, Friday night. As I told my boys, we went to the IHOP at 1 o'clock in the morning in Wichita, Kansas, because we got there late and we were hungry, and it was the only thing open. You know, and I we usually, if we're ever at the IHOP, mostly go to the IHOP because they're gluten-free options. But um, uh, if you go to the IHOP during the day, there's nobody there. You go to the IHOP at 1 in the morning, the IHOP is jumping, man. Wow, interesting. <laughs> jumping, because the bars are starting to empty out, and the uh, the, 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 the the hungry bellies of the, uh, the inebriated... <laughs> The critical fourth meal of the day seems like a wonderful idea. <laughs> yeah, hop was packed. But anyway, so we're killing time. And I told the, my kids the whole story of the chat GP. And my, my youngest son got horrified. He got so scared of it. He's like, he couldn't stop thinking about it. Couldn't get to sleep. He was worried the chat GPT was coming to kill him. Oh, no. I could not talk him out of it for some reason. Oh, man. But, you know, wow. here's, here's something interesting. My kids came up with this on their own. So I guess it just makes sense, obviously, if a child's mind can come up with it. Um. My son said, what's anybody going to do for a living? I mean, there's going to be nobody's going to need to work. There are going to be so many people out of work. And then my other son said, yeah, people will start killing themselves because they have no reason to be alive. And I said, yeah, those are some of the main concerns. Holy cow. With this whole thing is that what are people going to do for a living? How are we going to structure society when we have gazillions and gazillions of people without work and no need for them to work? And then how are we not going to have skyrocketing suicides and he got no reason to be alive so yeah i think they nailed it i think they need to come in and host the show and we can take another day off um because that they are absolutely correct you're gonna hear an awful lot about zelda breath of the wild if my kids are hosting (laughs) uh i found this interesting in in at vice.com they're talking about uh, the chat gpt thing and just chat bots in general and how they're developing in this uh, gal uh, had some some pretty good insights, I think. Uh, she mentions that Microsoft itself said that a lot of the weirder stuff from their chat, their dealio, the Bing thing, um, those are mistakes and problems that they're working through. And, hey, we appreciate everybody giving it a try. 70% of people gave it a thumbs up. This was the point that we're working out the kinks. This is the very early days of it. So we're thankful for the feedback, blah, blah, blah. But she writes, it's also worth taking a step back from the hype and genuine surprise that the model's sometimes convincing nature to assess what is really going on here and what is at stake. It is arguably even dangerous to conflate the chatbot's statistical guesses with sentience since doing so could lead to potential harm to users who put their trust in the bot. She's established already some stuff that we talked about last week that, look, the thing is just like a super advanced uh, fill-in-the-blank machine. It makes guesses on what ought to come next based on what it has learned. Uh, But it has absolutely no independent thoughts whatsoever. It can imitate them, but it doesn't have them. But her point is... Think about the people, the potential harm to users who put their trust in the bot. Listen to this. We've already seen glimpses of this. After users of an AI companion chat bot called Replica, with a K, after they noticed that it had stopped responding to sexual advances with sexy talk, 
Whoever's running it said, no, that's, that's too much. It's not what it's designed to do. Um, and so it stopped being sexy. The resulting panic prompted moderators of its subreddit to post suicide prevention resources because the people who had come to have that as their outlet oh my for God. sexual and romantic thoughts oh were God. going to kill themselves because its lover, their lover, would no ro- longer respond to them. I actually had a, an email conversation with an AI person that I know about this the other day, and, and, and I thought that they were being, they're thinking about people like them dealing with chat GPT, other college professors and that sort of thing. No, 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 no. That's not the problem. How about that bottom quintile of lonely, sad weirdos of of who are going to, you know, I don't know. And and when you are purposelessness, uh, you are purposeless and have no way to make a living. That group of LSWs might grow substantially. Uh, lonely, sad weirdos. Let me hit you with our final sentence because I think it's great. At the end of the day, talking to an inanimate object, which a chatbot effectively is, being made up of rare earths formed into specific arrangements called computer chips, it will always reveal more about us as humans than anything else. Ooh, yeah. See, that's a problem. There's a whole bunch of people with some really bad thoughts. Do we need them revealed and emphasized? I don't know. A uh, lot more to talk about. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.